A reading from Luke 14, 28-30. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. We live in a market-driven society today, so it's no surprise that we feel the urge to sell Christianity in the marketplace of all these competing ideas and ideologies. And often when we sell Christianity, when we look at it that way, we try to actually frame it in the opposite way that Jesus does. We're salesmen, so we try to sell it as this low-cost, low-risk thing. But that's not what Jesus does. Uh, Here in Luke chapter 14, actually, he kind of says the opposite, that this is going to cost you everything. And so in discipleship, I'm mindful of this, especially as the pastor of discipleship at our church. You know, when people ask me about becoming a Christian and following Jesus, you know, I don't want to sell it. I want to frame it the way Jesus does. And I think that's simply that following Jesus, it's the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's also the best thing you'll ever do. I talk about this with soldiers all the time in the army. The army's obsessed with physical training and physical fitness as it should be because soldiers need to be in shape for their job. And there's a passage that I love that kind of hits the nail on the head here where Paul is writing to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.8 and he says, physical training is of some value right? It's good to physically train. It's good to be in shape. But godliness is of eternal value for its promise holds true not only in this life, but the life to come. And I say to soldiers, it's great that you're in shape. It's wonderful that you like to work out. But when you seek Jesus, you actually get double the return on investment. Because when you're godly, not only do you live a more joyful life here and now, but you get to experience that as well in eternity. Don't you want double the return on investment now? So I was thinking while you were speaking of uh, the title of today's passage, I, 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 I wrote down as perseverance. Uh, and I think that one of my characteristics as a human being, as a, as a person, is uh, perseverance. Uh, I start something, I like to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of, of the very thing we're doing here today comes out of an event that happened uh, many years ago in 1991, February 13th, when I discovered a lectionary. Now, up until that point, a lectionary is essentially a daily reading uh, um, program, kind of. Uh, in this case, it was in the Episcopal Prayer Book, the Book of Common Prayer in a two-year cycle. But up until then, from the time I actually bought a a, a Bible in in 1987, I was struggling because I would read in the New Testament, read in the Old Testament. I didn't know what I was reading. I didn't know what Mm -hmm. it was. I had no orientation. I had nothing to kind of, this is the rock I'm going to build on. It, It just couldn't happen. And so I was sort of aimlessly or purposelessly uh, just absorbing scripture to the best of my ability, but I wasn't really getting anywhere. 
And then I discovered this lectionary. And it was the perfect thing for me because my nature is perseverance. And mm. so from that day, which was February 13th, 1991, through today, uh, I have been in that lectionary, which is a two-year cycle, every day. It doesn't really matter. It's, you know, the Psalms, morning and night, an Old Testament passage, a letter, and one of the Gospels. Mm. And it really took years, actually, to start to get into the rhythm of biblical reading and biblical um, uh, understanding. Mm -hmm. uh, and then eventually it becomes, uh, Jesus becomes more real to you as you come to know him better through this persistence of following him through the word of God. Mm -hmm. And at some point, and this was after COVID started, uh, and, and the, the origin of this five minute Bible study started because of COVID because I had finished three years of, of work at that point, um, the, of, of, uh, the songs of God, the wisdom of God, and now the son of God. And I didn't know what to do with it. Mm. I, I just, it was stuck. It was generally, it was like, you know, where am I going to put it in the attic? Uh, <laughs> you couldn't put it anywhere really. And so that I came up with this idea and Scott was, uh, so while I was involved in this because I brought it up to him immediately, I said, really, I want to share with other congregants, whether it's a Stamish church or anywhere else, a way of coming to know scripture over time. Mm. Uh, and, and, and absorbing it in such a way that you actually become part of the story that you're mm -hmm. reading about. You're in the story. I think it's the most amazing thing to suddenly understand that I'm in this story. I'm not apart from it. I'm not on the sidelines. I'm not watching somebody else play. I'm in the drama. I'm in the story. Mm. And I think that that is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I want more people to be able to share the feeling of being in the story. Mm. Yeah, I love how Eugene Peterson describes the dynamic, I think, that you felt and you still feel uh, in his definition of discipleship. He calls discipleship this, a long obedience in the same direction. Love it. 